What's up everybody, it's Josh, and today we have a special guest in the studio for the very first podcast. His name is Jackson Sale, and he, oh, okay, well, my coffee just spilled everywhere, but, uh, okay, yeah, let me clean this up real quick. Oh, wait, okay, can you hear this? Can you hear this? Yeah, I can Does hear that. Does that sound good? Is that high quality enough? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can really hear that. Sensational. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of this podcast. My, I'm Josh, and my very first special guest today. He's a marketing major. You know, he's a he's a little bit of a uh, of a what's the correct word? Probably a ladies' man would be my first instinct my second instinct would be he's very flirty but uh why are you on that today <laughs> okay his name's jackson why am i on that today i don't yeah. know you've just been flirting a lot with people you know i'm recently single so really just enjoying the life well that's that's good well yeah this this is pretty much it so Okay, I had a few, I have like a list of topics that we can kind of talk about because if we just kind of went off the cuff, I feel like that'd be boring. Yeah. Okay? All right. First topic is camping. I know that we're both into camping. Yeah, we're going to go on two weekends, right? Yeah, a couple weekends we're going backpacking. I feel like I'm probably the more experienced camper. I would say so. Just because I was in the American – uh, I'm a, I'm an American Eagle Scout, <laughs> and so I feel like that that really helps camping. You know, and seriously, it does. Like I I have a lot of experience and stuff in the field, and I've actually had a lot of fun in the past backpacking just with like my troop and like even just buddies individually or like my family. I just love it. Yeah, me and my dad go every once in a while throughout the year. How many times have you been with your dad? Probably like five or six times. We just go on like one-nighters. Yeah, I think the like the only serious backpacking trips I've ever been on have been like only like five or six times. And it's usually one night. I remember the one time we did a two-nighter. By like the second night, I was just kind of like burnt out. And so I've, I think that's just something you have to train for. Yeah. It's... Like train heavily for. Yeah. We could do like a week long thing one day. Once we put in the hours. Yeah, you have to get like a good, you know, I feel like you got to get a good 10 to 15 camping trips under your belt before you do like a week long. Oh, 100%. You know? And none of us but have I mean, the gear either. Well, I have the gear. I have some of the gear at least. <laughs> we, don't need the, we don't have enough gear to go on a week long trip. Are you kidding me? That's okay. That is true. I mean, I mean, we could figure it out. Yeah. I think a summer trip would be better because it's like you pack lighter. So you don't need as heavy clothes. Uh, Your sleeping bag could be lighter. Yeah. Like with winter, you need a pretty heavy sleeping bag, especially up here in the mountains where it gets, you know, it could get in negative temperatures at night depending on the time of year. I mean, we're just waking up on campus at like 60s, 50s, and you got to put on Mm -hmm. a big jacket. And that's this time of year. Yeah. Just imagine like – into December, January, February, stuff like that. I'm hyped for December, though, boy. What's in December? Christmas. 
You're a big Christmas guy? Uh, yeah, I love Christmas. I know you don't, though. Okay, here's the thing. I kind of grew up in a big Christmas family, right? Yeah. So, like, every year, the day Thanksgiving, we'd, we'd go out to lunch with my, you know, families, have the big Thanksgiving meal. And what do you want to do after you get a big Thanksgiving meal? You want to sleep. Yeah. Oh, no, not my family. Come home. There's no time for a nap. Decorate, decorate everything. Pull out literally 10 boxes. I'm not talking like little cardboard boxes. I'm talking about storage bins that are meant to hold things for years and like in a solid state. And like we bring down these giant boxes of Christmas trees and lights and decorations and stuff. And then we just decorate all day. And then we had this giant sound system in my house where we would just, my dad would just pump Christmas music. And then the Christmas music didn't stop until probably mid-January. Yeah, that's so what, my I got, family, we, never, we don't do anything until mid-December. Like, we don't prep for it until it's right around the corner. Yeah, so I'm not that big of a Christmas guy. Just I think growing up, kind of got an overdose. But yeah, I don't know. So there's nothing really that exciting in the holiday season. You know, <laughs> I like this time of year where it's like, warm or cold but warm you know so you can wear it's not yeah. cold it's cold in the mornings and then cool yeah it gets nice in the afternoons but today i was sitting in class today i was just i was about to take off my sweater Dude, i was about to nap today which is probably would have been probably the most entertaining thing that happened to me today is i, I was sitting in class and i thought what if i just took off my sweater so that's kind of just my life's pretty interesting you know I was with, I'm not trying to flex, but I was about to take my sweater off in class today. This gloomy weather, though? It's kind of nice. About, I don't mind yeah, I'm, they're, like, overcast. I'm about to pass out, though. Hmm. My room, you know. I think, I think you might need a good pogo sesh. We are definitely going to pogo after this, though. Do your fans know about our pogo yet? I, I think first – well, first, I'd have to say – I need fans. <laughs> so that needs to happen before anybody can know any, like the lore about my life, you know, <laughs> but I think, I don't think I've mentioned pogoing on my radio show or anything or like, but like, yeah, we're getting really into pogo. Yeah. That's a big thing. I think we're just going to start branching out to more obscure versions of uh, transportation. You ordered a unicycle, right? Yeah, it's coming this week. So, NG, you better be prepared because in the next coming <laughs> months, I'll be unicycling to class. Well, I would say like last year and this year, you know, me and my all everybody else who lives at the bottom of the mountain here on campus has always brainstormed different ways to like transport ourselves up that hill. So, like, I think I've we're finding heard... the worst ways. I think. I think pogo stick is definitely the worst out of all because walking is more efficient because when you, when you jump one, you can't really control what direction you're going. You can't, I can. Okay. Moderately. Also the rocks and stuff would allow slippage really easily. The off-roading section in between Marshall and main (laughs) campus is, it's it's a little iffy. To say the least. You got some big rocks out there. 
it's not prime. It, as we call it uh, in the pogo community, it's not prime conditions. Definitely not prime conditions for a pogo sesh. Yeah, we call that uh, what do we call it? We call it below par. I think we need to find a subpar. I think we need to find a pogo I th- community. I think we need to find a like a skate park and go show off our skills in front on of pogo. Skate- yeah, on pogo, like jumping off like steps and stuff. You know. <laughs> okay, we jumped off one sidewalk curb, and now <laughs> we're not pogo masters now. No, I say we just are jumping on like one stair, one stair high. Down. That's the trick. Yeah, yeah. We're not like we start on the first stair and we jump down. But we like. Oh, we need to like buy full skate gear. Like, we get oh, the like, vans. We roll. We get the long tube socks. Roll up the jeans. Yeah, of course. You know. I already have all those things. So that's true. But, but we, like, we also need like to get elbow pads. Take it, yeah, and knee pads and a helmet and like motorcycle helmets to really protect but, your face. Yeah. Well, no, you just get like a normal skate gear, but I'll go out there with full pads and like a hill, like, but not a normal helmet, like. A helmet with, like, jelly beans on it or something. You think we could bring uh, the pogo stick to homecoming? The football game? The, to the dance. Oh. To the formal. You know, I'm not 100% sure if I'm even going to the dance, you know? Yeah, I don't know either. One, I didn't bring the gear to go, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, didn't bring the, I didn't bring the gear to, like, dress nicely for that. I'm you saying know, I don't, I don't have a formal gear with me. If a girl would have, wanted me to go, I would take her. But yeah, plus I, like, I feel like you know, I I obviously I have my tactical gear up here just in case. I have my camping gear. I have my skate gear. I have just my lounging gear, but you didn't bring any formal gear. I didn't bring it. No, which I thought about. You know, I have I have formal gear, and I was I, like. I might go to homecoming, but I tend to dress. Are. I tend to dress like a homeless person, or like someone who wants to be a skateboarder. So I I don't have any of my formal gear either. Hmm. We could probably just go to Goodwill and pick up some tuxedos. Okay, well, from what I've seen at Goodwill, they have really good options for like sweaters and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know if they're suit. I mean, they have suits. It's. Well, yeah, but, like, it's hard to find one that fits right. Well, we could just not have not fit right. So, one of us, if we do, if we go down this path, one of us needs to get a super tight suit. Yeah. And that's probably me. <laughs> I'm probably the better candidate for that one. Because finding a tight suit for you is a lot harder. Just get a lady suit. A, I feel like that would be tight in all the wrong places, though. I just want it, like, yeah. tight around the gut. Yeah. Okay, like yeah. tight shoulders and gut tight. And like you could get like a super ginormous, like <laughs> like your sleeves go down like like halfway to your knees. Okay. And so like how much are tickets like, to the formal? Is it free? <laughs> uh dude, at most like ten dollars, right? Yeah. Is it on it's their website? College. Probably. Let me do some research real quick. All right. Okay. But if we f- if it's free, we could definitely pull it off. Because then we'd only spend – Yeah. Like, we would spend under $20 on homecoming to get a suit. But, like, 
we will be the worst dressed people there. Which would make I feel us. Like... Ooh, boy. What? Cost $50 per person and includes a football game ticket. Well, Ooh. we already. That I might think not, we're that already might getting the for... football f- ticket for free. Uh, that might not be for. Uh... I think that's for guests. So. Who, who don't? But what I was gonna say is like fifty dollars is a lot. But like we could just do the photo shoot, you know? I mean, that's what people post anyways, and then just like have somebody else take a picture of the dance floor and send it to us. That way, it looks like we're there, and then we take the pictures beforehand. We post them to social media. Nobody knows what's up, you know? Yeah, I I want to go to the dance in these outfits though. People should well, see us. But you're the person in a loose suit, so like your movements are a lot more like flowing. Yeah. When you're in a when you're in like a tight suit, and when I say tight, I don't just mean like tight. I mean like small. So like the sleeves would only come down like halfway down my forearm, and like the legs would hopefully, hopefully, the legs would be like halfway, like shorts pretty much. Well, if they're shorts, then you're gonna have ways to move around, you know. Yeah, but like people are paying attention to the guy in shorts and t-shirt. They're not don't, paying. Don't they're not shorts. paying attention to like, well, not shorts, but like the guy with the tight suit. You can see his movement. You can see everything he does to move. Yeah, but I think it'd just be funny if we did this, you know. Yeah, but also uncomfy. So, is there even? A, is it like an actual dance? From what I remember from last year, it was, um, yeah, it was like a formal type dance, but like they probably play five slow dance songs and then everything else is like your classics, your classic Christian Christian college songs, like probably a couple of church clap type songs. And then obviously Party in the USA is on the list. What are some other good ones? Probably Michael Jackson song, like Thriller. Even because, I mean, Halloween is coming up, so that would fit with the mood. Thriller by Michael Jackson is definitely a big one. Yeah. Probably probably a country line dance. Something Ooh. like, line dances are pretty popular with Christian universities. Dances. Because, you know, you're not going to play like Drake. I'm looking up on here. Oversized suits are kind of in. Kind of in? Yeah. <laughs> I highly doubt that. It's on GQ right here. The big suit trend is only getting bigger. Okay. Yeah, okay. This is an article by GQ who know a thing or two about fashion. That Yeah, that actually – some of the pictures I'm looking at, they could pull it off. But, like, that seems, like, purposefully oversized. And the pants are fit pretty well with most of these people. Well, it's just I the can... jacket that would be too big. But what I want to see you in is, like, like look at uh, look Google this kids in oversized suits stock photos. Okay, because that's the picture I'm looking at. This is what type of oversized. It's basically like a little kid in a adult sized suit, which is what I would want you to look like. Which would be even funnier because you're like five eleven. Yeah, just buy a huge suit. Yeah, but I don't know. Look up tight suits. 
But like when I look up tight suits, it's just well fitting suits. Yeah, it's just these guys look great. Maybe like suit that's too small. Yeah, yeah. That might uh maybe undersized suits. But when so I look up my... suits that are too small, it's just showing you how undersized suits are just coming up with James Bond. Because Daniel Craig wears an undersized suit in this movie. Does he? On purpose? Yeah. Wait, two important reasons. Here we go. Wait, wait. Two important reasons why Daniel Craig wears undersized suits. Just give me the bullet points, people. Fashion. Oh, so the shrunken suit suit makes him look... I mean, like, this, the small suit makes him look taller. And it makes him look bigger. Makes him much look like... Like, he's bulky. And it's also the character of James Bond is what they're saying. Yeah, Daniel Craig is 5'10". Which is probably... I mean, when I think of James Bond, I think of him as, like, like super tall guy, you know? Dude, honestly, wouldn't mind being James Bond. But which James Bond would you be? I don't know the difference. They all look the same to me. Well, the casino, casino, no casino royale, James Bond. Well, the last what is it? Four have been um, Daniel Craig, right? Yeah. Well, this yeah, it's the Daniel Craig one is is Casino Royale. It came out so, in like two thousand six. You've also got Sean Connery. And I think he was the first one to play. Yeah, he was the first one to play Bond in Doctor No. Sean and Connery. Was, yeah. Do you know uh, he was in? What's that? I don't know any of his other movies. So the for, Rock, any, for or, the people listening, John Connery is an old guy with a white beard. Sean, not John. Yeah, Sean Connery. Oh, I thought you said John Connery. Yeah, John Connery. But when he played James Bond. It was like back in the 70s, 80s, right? 60s. 60s? He looks like a handsome young gentleman. He was a bodybuilder, uh, and he was 6'2". That's kind of like what I would expect James Bond to look like. But I think but Dan- the, Daniel- uh, the author of the James Bond books, because it was books before it was movies, he said he didn't approve Connery's um, – like he didn't approve Connery because he thought he was like an overgrown stuntman. Lacking like the oh. maneuverability, but I mean oh, he pulled, yeah. he pulled Daniel, it off pretty well. Daniel Craig is a lot skinnier. Yeah, and then you have this goofball, David Niven. I'm not even Niven. Yeah, dude, that Wait is not that. He looks like such a goofy guy. This is not James Bond. This is okay. James the... Bo- this is like <laughs> for the listeners out there. This man <laughs> looks. He, he has like a tiny little thin mustache. He looks like the butler. He looks like, James Bo- he looks like James Bond's like. He looks like Batman's cousin. butler out here. He looks like James Bond's cousin who's like, oh, hello. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'll pull the car around, sir. So he's a valet got, driver? Yeah. You got George Lazenby. Okay. Who is. He played him. Uh, Okay, now this guy kind of looks like Bond. Okay, I can see this. Look, I can oh. definitely see this. This guy looks more like Sean Connery's Bond. 
Yeah, it looked like, like face, he looks yeah. really American for a Bond. What is he? I don't know if he's. Uh, Bond I don't is know British, if he's... bro. Sean, yeah. I think I just Ilbo would be a great Bond. He he was in one. Roger Moore played him for a while. Who else did Roger Moore? I don't know. Roger Moore sounds familiar. Yeah, he was in two, four, six, seven of the films. Yeah. Oh, man. In the last two, he made around $4 million per film. That's sensational, actually. I think but I yeah. just elbow is like a These perfect are... James Bond. Really? Yeah. Just elbow? Yeah. I don't know, but Roger Moore starred in some of the fam- most famous ones. Timothy, Timothy Dalton, another goofy boy. This guy's goofy. Although he made License to Kill is one of the most famous ones, uh, I believe, in 1989. And he did make $5 million off that movie and $3 million off The Living Daylights. Pierce Brosnan, another really good. He's the one who played it before Daniel Craig. Yeah. And he was in four. And these... Wow, sixteen million for Die Another Day. Daniel Craig made thirty nine million for Spectre. Wait, is there another James Bond coming out soon? Yeah, I think No Time to Die is what it's called. Uh, it's upcoming, and I think it's going to be his last performance as James Daniel Bond. Daniel Craig's. Yeah, but he's going to make upwards of forty million. Wow. So that's like uh. Sean Connery, first James Bond movie, made $100,000. But, I mean, um, translate that to modern money. Also, also, movies are a lot bigger now. They're making a lot more money. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So, $100,000 in 1962 is equivalent... To around eight hundred thirty-one thousand, eight hundred thirty-one. So yeah, a little bit under a million dollars with today's inflation rates. Yeah, would be about what I mean. But still, like thirty-nine million dollars is an insane amount to make for a movie. Yeah, how much money are these movies bringing in though? Okay, let's see. Spectre was the one he made thirty-nine million. Uh, okay. It costs three hundred around three hundred million dollars to make. That's it gro- the first thing it grossed eight hundred and eighty million dollars, though. Okay, yeah. So that's it's the second highest grown grossing Bond film since si- after Skyfall. Yeah, and eight hundred eighty million dollars is probably one of like the biggest movies in history. You know. Well, the Skyfall revenue is one point one billion dollars. Well, never mind. I just ate my words. Yeah. But I don't know. There's just something about James Bond movies, which... But also the best movie ever, Avatar, has earned over $3 billion, bro. $3? billion. $3 billion. Interesting. But Avengers Endgame just beat him out. Yeah, but I feel like... Avatar deserved the win more because it was more like 
I don't think people were going to see Avatar five or six times, you know? But I know for a fact people were seeing Av- or Avengers multiple times just to get it to that spot. Listen to this list, man. Avengers Endgame, $2.7 billion. That's insane. That's a good salary. I'd take that. Yeah, Avatar, two point seven, but literally in game beat it out by less than twenty million dollars. Which is only because people were seeing it so much. Titanic is third place with two point one. Never seen it. There's a you've never seen that movie? Nope. Oh, dude, you're missing out. I'd know the ending already. The Force Awakens, the Star Wars movie, two billion dollars. Yeah, sucks as sucks as a movie, but it's the nostalgia factor. I think. Was it was that the first new age Star Wars movie? That was the yeah the first one out of the newest ones after after yeah. Episode three. After the original, the well, there was the original three. Yeah, right, and then there was the prequels. Yeah, one, right? two, and, and now, three. Right, and now the Force Awakens was is like the seventh movie made and it's the seventh in the like chronological order so yeah it's the first of the new ones the and then after force awakens infinity war came in with two billion i'm just gonna say it disney's making stacks right now yeah disney owns all of that jurassic world came through with 1.6 billion that's not Disney, is it? No, I don't I'll look, think I'll look so. it up. Keep reading. Lion King, $1.6 There's a really big gap in between these numbers. So it starts around 2.7, 2.8, drops to 2.1, down to 1.6. It's yeah. hard for – I know you like this one, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yo! Yeah. That's, that, a, that's probably one of the, my favorite movies. It's ranked at the number 23, grossing $1.3 Right, so that's a Sony movie, but Universal yep. is uh, was Jurassic Park. The Jurassic new World. the new Aladdin movie that recently came out is already grossed a billion dollars. What? So yeah. that's like one of the best in the world. Yeah, it's one in of the, the top, top fifty. Movie. It was the new that's Aladdin insane. that I just even, came out. I honestly didn't even like feel the hype for that movie. Like these other movies you're listing, like. I either know there was hype about it when they came out or like I lived through the hype. Right. Yeah. But like, I feel like Aladdin, like the biggest thing was just like the meme about Will Smith's genie, (laughs) you know, Jumanji with the rock that just came out. Yeah. When it come out, it came out two years ago with the rock. Yeah. It's grossed a billion dollars. Well, it kind of deserves it. Yeah. It has some really big actors. It's such a good movie. Yeah. One one thing that's going to make you cringe is minions. They've grossed $1.1 billion. But that makes sense. That makes way more sense than uh, Aladdin to me. Because Minions had a lot of hype. Because there was, what, two other yeah. Despicable Me movies before it? And my mom, oh my goodness. The amount of middle-aged women that love Minions. is probably more <laughs> than the amount of kids that love Minions, honestly. I will tell and you my something. Mom, my mom, went to, I, we all went to go see that movie with my mom. I was, what, how old was I, 16, 15, 16? Yeah. What is a 16-year-old guy doing going to see Minions? He's either going with his sibling, younger sibling or his mom, you know? So I feel like that kind of brought in a lot of revenue. Plus, the hype was kind of lit around that. Lord of the Rings is on here, too. I know you love the Lord of the Rings. Which Lord of the Rings, though? Return of the King. 
Hmm, interesting. It's not often that that was ranked at its highest at number two highest grossing movies back in two thousand three. Yeah, with one point one not... billion dollars. It's weird with Lord of the Rings. I always have pictured the first one, Fellowship of the Ring, to be the most popular. Just because it's the first one, you know, that's usually how movies go. But I guess... The more hype comes out with the later ones. Yeah. Especially with this. Because you knew from the beginning it's going to be a trilogy. It seems like a lot of kids' movies are up on this top list. Yeah. I wonder if kids... I wonder if it's because more people take kids to movies... Or if it's because kids see movies multiple times. I'm sure it's that. Kids will just watch the same movie over and over again. Yeah, I know that's at home, but like I'm saying in theater. Do you think parents are really taking their kids to see the same movie multiple times? True. I guess they just get their parents to bring them, so then that's a lot of people going, you know? Yeah, and it could be like a family thing. Because like you can – the whole family can go to Minions, right? Yeah, but if James oh, yeah, it's Bond, a lot but the, easier you to... can't go, you can't all go to James Bond. Yeah, you know? like not everyone can go watch a horror movie. That's why there's no horror movies on this list. Right, but like most of the movies on that are family friendly. I would say. I would say about ninety percent of these movies. Maybe not a la- Maybe not Avatar. Yeah, Avatar has some bad scenes. And in then Endgame, you can watch yeah. Titanic is a little mature. No, yeah. I'd say I'd say most of the Marvel movies are yeah. family friendly, you know, like the Star Wars, Avengers, the Jurassic World series. Yeah, yeah. those are all like PG, PG thirteen, right? But like, kids are going to see it. Yeah, you know, because there's nothing up here that like very few kids wouldn't be allowed to watch these movies. That's Aquaman's true. on there, surprisingly. Huh. Aquaman. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Well, anyways. Are there any good movies you're looking forward to this year? Uh, Jumanji. The next Jumanji Oh, Jumanji 2 coming out? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's like Jumanji 3 or 4, something like that. I don't know. Something, yeah. But I'm kind of hyped for that. The second new age Jumanji. Just because it has The Rock and Kevin Hart and Jack Black. Just so many and Danny DeVito, just iconic actors, and you know it's not going to be like the best movie ever. Like it's not going to be Jumanji the next level. Yeah, it's not going to be like Spider Man fall into the Spider Verse that level of movie. But it's just going to be like a good time, you know. Oh wow, like, they have some really big actors in this movie too. Who? Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Kevin yeah. Hart, Jack Black, Nick Jonas, Danny DeVito. Who else had this big on here? No one else really super big. Mm. But I mean, well, like, those are all big names right there. I think it's funny seeing yeah. what Danny DeVito used to do and now with the movie season and stuff. Danny DeVito used to be like a s- semi-serious. I don't think he was ever like a super serious actor. Actually. No, but like him going from It's Always Sunny to movies like Jumanji, you know, just but, kind of I mean, even before different It's Always audiences. Sunny, he was doing things like What's that movie, Twins, where he played Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger's twin? Yeah, he fit his twin. And, yeah, yeah, or something like that. And then other movies of that sort. He's in, like, Matilda, and he's in Friends. Matilda, yeah, yeah. You know, he was always playing, like, kind of goofy characters. He was in Batman Returns. He was Penguin. Yeah, he was in Dumbo. Yeah, he's Dumbo. been in a lot of things. He was in Pulp Fiction as well. 
He's a pretty famous actor. Yeah, he is. And you know, he's representing all those short kings out there, just like me. You represent know, five, five, six is the ideal height for a male. You know? I don't. Didn't Danny DeVito's four ten? So I think well, that's that's the ideal. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Four ten is the wow. <laughs> four ten. Yeah, that's the yeah, perfect height. Uh, the perfect height for Danny DeVito. Look, Kevin say. Hart's Kevin Hart is like three feet tall, probably. He's, Kevin Hart's five six, probably. He's five four. Five four, and that's like short. Yeah. But then next to Danny DeVito, he looks he, normal. He towers over Danny DeVito. And then what's and then what is uh what is the Rock? Dwayne the Rock, six five. Oh, that's gotta be a goofy looking cast right there. Yeah. That that I mean I wanna see them all lined up next to each other. Let me you see. Know? Dwayne the Rock Johnson's tattoo though. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think there's a picture of all the cast lined up. Probably not till it gets released. You Here, know? Uh, there's pictures of them sitting next to each other. But, yeah, there'll probably be like a cast premiere with all of them lined up. Yeah, them taking a picture or something. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be looking out for that. But with Jack Black in that movie with also his YouTube channel, Jack Black was in the new Jumanji, correct? Yeah, Jack Black's in the next one, too. Because everyone should go out and watch his YouTube channel. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> it's pretty it's funny. It's so actually, funny. Yeah. It's, it's most of the times when actors try to get on YouTube, like even The Rock, his YouTube channel is cringy. Will Smith's channel is cringy. Jack Black just, I don't know, he can just adjust, I feel like. He's very like, personable, it seems yeah. like. And it's not, I don't, it's not like supposed to be taken seriously. Like these other people, these other celebrities who become YouTubers are like, hey guys, welcome. It's the day of my life. But Jack Black is like, oh, we're going to, we're going to play some music and we're going to work out. And, but like in a joking manner. And like yeah. he's, he's always cracking jokes. It's just a good, it's a good old time. Honestly, you should probably be watching his podcast or his YouTube channel instead of listening to this podcast. I don't know. This this podcast seems like a great waste of time for some people. Well, speaking of waste of time, I feel like we've wasted enough time. And I've got like a test to study for. And I got to go yeah. pick up a package from the mailroom. Ooh, what's coming in? Some socks and a beanie. So hopefully I could be a big flexor this week. But is your is your unicycle coming in soon? Yeah, uh, it's coming soon. It's coming oh. by the end of the week. Well, we might have to uh, make another recording to talk about our camping trip and talk about your unicycle, and maybe we'll, yeah, maybe we'll suit up for the skate park or and suit up <laughs> for formal. We got to suit up for formal is what I want to do. I don't want to go to formal, bro. Dude, if we went to formal in like big oversized suits, it'd be so goofy. Everyone would like it. Okay, well, I'll think about it. All right, anyways. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Thanks for having me, Josh. Oh, no problem, man. I'd love to have you back. Maybe you could be a a series regular. I think we have good chemistry. I, well, we can talk about this later. But 
thank you everybody for listening and uh yeah have a great afternoon or evening goodbye also brought to you by ridge wallet also brought to you hey who sponsors more videos NordVPN or <laughs> or Honey? You know Honey? Yeah, I do know. Are you kidding me? How do I not know Honey? <laughs> NordVPN. <I> just... <laughs> Dude, I feel like NordVPN is for like if you live in like China, you're trying to get past all their laws. Maybe. I think this is how we should communicate all the time. Just podcast. <laughs> our... <laughs> who, need... <laughs> who needs who needs to talk face to face when you can talk from separate rooms? And we can uh, do this mobily, but yeah. How far away would this work? Wi-Fi will connect you from... <laughs> no way. I promise. That's How do you think we're connected right now? You think <laughs> it's just because the phones are close? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's definitely a Wi-Fi connection. Dude, we could definitely make podcasts from all around the world. If you travel abroad, that would be a sensational thing to do. Okay, let's do it if I go abroad. All right. Well, I think I'm just going to end it now. Yeah, good idea.